0: Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all.
1: And good evening. Welcome to the Bullet Girl House, high school sports, pregame show. Craig Irwin, Brian Besch, Chris Moran on the far end down there, here on the patio at 401 Highway 156, Point Blank, Texas. And uh, if you haven't been out here, it's the best kept secret in East Texas. It's always great. Yeah, dude. But Brian's already ordering food. I am. I Brian. Am. Brian's like on Tuesday, he's looking at the menu on his phone trying to figure out, where he's going that that's not
2: really true but on wednesday afternoon I, I am a lot of times about time when you wake
1: up wednesday
2: yeah you know i mean you got to plan your day i mean how do you know what what's going on if you don't plan your day and i mean i don't know what you guys plan all day but i plan on food all day
1: well my day starts about 4 45 in the morning
2: so you w- wake up
1: yeah I, my food. day starts when brian's going to bed pretty much yeah yeah so uh, that's just be real but Guys, week five, last week in high school football, down here in our area, three A specifically, District Nine, District Ten, can you say upset alert, all the way around? And it's not really an upset. Let me let me rephrase that. wasn't really an upset. It, it was we had some really good football games mm-hmm. to uh, to keep track of, and and one of the games that. In our pickems that Chris got right and we got wrong, was the Diball-Woodville game. 29-6 was the final there in favor of Diball. Yeah. Uh, You and I went Woodville, Brian. Yeah, we
2: we were really banking on what we saw in those, uh, you know, after scoreboard watching those first two games of the season where uh, they, you know, stayed with and, and almost defeated two of the top teams in the state. And... It kind of burned us, uh, you know. Dyball is a is a good team, and I found out how good they are. Um, I believe it was Madisonville that played Dyball the first game yep. of the season, and boy, did I find out how good Madisonville was. I uh, tried this to. Past t- whoa,
1: week. whoa! Let's throw, see You brought it up <laughs> when a week ago when we showed up here, uh-huh. and I had the Pickhams, and you were looking at them,
2: and I I forced Livingston onto the schedule. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was. Um, I tried that, that, to tell That's you. not going to be one in my favor.
1: <laughs> no, definitely not. That's going to be the one I got right and you got wrong. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, and
2: not by a little bit either. Uh, that, that game, Ken and I kind of looked at each other after that first drive and said, wow, because the speed difference was um, absolutely ridiculous. Right. And, uh, I mean, for for people that don't know, um, Madisonville defeated Livingston 62-14 to and ball stayed within 10 points of Madisonville. Now it was the first game of the season and, and things are probably Early. a little bit different yeah. now. Um, but there's some real talent and a ton of speed on that Madisonville team. It might be uh, some of the fastest kids that we've seen all season. In fact, I know it is. Uh, the receiver that they got, the, the Johnson kid that Plays receiver is absolutely ridiculous, and he's committed to Texas Tech, and he is a star. But a lot of good players on that Madisonville team, and Die Ball is a lot stronger,
1: and I've got a lot more respect for them now than what I did this time last week. And, and you know, Toby told me going into that game, uh, or going into that week, he, we had talked about Madisonville over on our podcast. Uh, but he had told me that Madisonville's legit good. They they rodeo with the quarterback over there in Madisonville. He's a calf roper bulldogger okay. uh, type deal. And uh, so they, they do high school rodeos and, and everything else with them. So so they're pretty tight knit over there in that community. And and that was one of the deals that, that he had been telling me. And and that's why I was trying to deter you from that. But <laughs> you know but what was a win was Save uh, yourself.
3: Was uh chris you were in madisonville saturday i was in madisonville with the uh, food trailer yeah it was a good little event it was a little hot so it was a little slow during the day but some people came out at the nighttime and uh watched some good music had some good vendors and uh we had some good bullet food out there so it was a good day so just so people know
1: chris has a, a food trailer here and and he sets up he'll come to the football games periodically and and set up at homecoming whenever they were setting up the parking lot and all that stuff. And uh, so, if you need somebody to cater an event, right, or, or come out and set up, you got an event going on, uh, get with Chris up here at Bullet Grill House. He uh, he'd love to drag that trailer out, set up, and uh, and do some business for hey, you. Ne-
3: ne- next Saturday night, we're gonna or next Saturday day about ten to two, I think it is. We're gonna be over at the Livingston Fitness Center, set up and uh, yeah. they're doing their anniversary party over there, and. Uh, uh, we're going to be set up. They're going to give away some coupons that you can come get some free food from Bullet. We'll have some of our signature items also. So Sweet. You want to try some Bullet food in Livingston, we're going to be there for just a couple hours, but really go check out uh, the fitness center there. It's a it's a really nice location there.
0: <laughs> and look,
3: we're going to be real. Out of all the people talking about going and checking out a fitness center, I promise
1: you all three of us need to go. And Ken's not standing here, but he's one that needs <laughs> to go too. Uh but, but, yeah, get out there to Livingston and, and check
2: it out. But uh, They've done a, a really nice addition over there to the fitness center as well. So it's a, it's a good location and right downtown where everybody will be anyway.
1: Yeah. So uh, get over there, check out Bullet Girl House. Uh, Bullet on the go and uh, get you something to eat. Uh, we talked about Dival. We talked about Livingston. Uh, another game that we had thrown in there was uh, Shepherd on the road at Crockett. And uh, we've talked about Monty Jack Driscoll Stadium, and uh, one of my favorite stadiums to go do a game in. Uh, it's not fancy. I mean, it's a turf field. They got cool lights and all that good stuff. They do a light show when Crockett scores a touchdown. But uh, it was one of my favorites far before all of that was done last year. But uh, Shepherd on the road uh, seemed to be gaining a little bit of traction as they go rolling the district play. 30-13 to 13 victory over – the uh, Crockett Bulldogs.
2: See, I tried to save you there. You picking, did? Picking the hometown uh, Shepherd.
1: I You did. You had Shepard picked. Chris, you, said you went did with not Crockett. believe
2: in Coach Robinson. You did not <laughs> uh, believe him. And um, it burnt you.
1: You're right. You're right. It's on recording. You can find it on the podcast and all that good stuff. But so Shepherd gets the win over there. 30 13 final. Really thought that game was going to be a little bit closer than it was. And uh, nonetheless, Shepard gets the win. Super stoked for those guys. We went across the board in the Pickums in this next game. Oak Ridge on the road at New Caney. I felt like this was a must-win game for New Caney to get into the playoffs as they fall short to Oak Ridge, 41-14. But I did get a little insight on that uh, New Caney football team and their quarterback. Uh, Their new starting quarterback as of two weeks ago, is uh, His name's Hunter Taylor. Uh, I've been knowing him since he was a little bitty tyke, uh, playing like T-ball select baseball type little tyke. And with that being said, with the progression, he's in high school now. He, he is a – coming into this season is a two-year letterman, right, uh, not only in baseball but yet football. Uh, he started on the JV squad his freshman year uh, at quarterback, and they ended up moving him to middle linebacker. This year, he goes from middle linebacker to quarterback. Now, he's, uh, he's a signal caller. Uh, in the two games that he's played, in there, quarterback, a little over 528 yards passing with three touchdowns. Got 228 yards rushing with four touchdowns. So, dual threat kid. And uh, I, I'm excited for the future for him, you know, at the helmet, New Caney. This is kind of a down year. Uh, for them, a lot of young guys, but I look for them to bounce back this next year, especially with the new realignment and New Caney ISD opening up the third high school. That's going to drop a lot of the numbers and probably drop, could possibly drop New Caney down to five A Division One,
2: which would be interesting because they they grew really quickly over there, and, and it seems like it wasn't too long ago that they were just a 4A school over there in New Caney, and then you've, you've got the Porter School that comes along, and all of a sudden they're both just huge. There's yeah. been a ton of growth over there. And
1: in New Caney High School, 6A, Porter is 5A Division One.
2: If you leave Texas for 20 years and you come back and you, you're rolling through New Caney, you'd, you'd be amazed, hey, there's a spaghetti bowl there in, in New Caney.
1: No, you're exactly right. And I used to hunt as a kid. Twenty something years ago, and all the, all them woods that were are no longer woods. It's all a big concrete pad now. Yeah, uh, we we talked about it at length last year. Orangefield was on the road at Buna. Little upset alert is, uh, I had Orangefield picked to be fourth in that district, and we across the board picked Buna to win that football game mm-hmm. off of the stats and 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 what information I've been told and seen and read about Buna. But Orangefield wins that game 49 22, and Buna didn't put their points up until the fourth quarter.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we've we basically can scoreboard watches as, as the best we can and, and get some information, you know, during the week, and we can't actually sit down and watch these games. But you, you see what Buna has done, and especially, uh, you know, week one, the way that they ran over Corrigan the way they did. And I know Corrigan had a, a very slow start to their season. But Orangefield has had their troubles this year, and, and they've been blown out in a couple of games. And yep. you just think, okay, well, it's it's not the year for Orangefield, and, and maybe Buna's making their way back around, and, and they're going to be a playoff team. But it's uh, – it's, it's interesting once we start getting into these, these district games that how much maybe we don't really know until they play, uh, you know, half this district schedule about some of these teams because, you know, some of the non-district schedules, there's there's different philosophies of scheduling non-district games whether you go, you know, all tough games and, and you've got teams to where maybe you, there's just a couple of losses between the five non-district games or... You know, maybe you you schedule a few patsies in there, or you know, however you do it. There's just a lot that's not really known until you get into some of these district games.
1: No, and I agree with you. And and it's something that I kind of talked about on our podcast this last week as well. Was you know, you a lot of these coaches scheduled their pre-district games, and what's a comparison to what they're going to be seeing in district? Right. Right. And, and I feel like that maybe Orangefield was kind of in, in that, that situation as, as you go back and you look at that game. And when, even that can be, diff, you know,
2: different because whether you're scheduling to the level of difficulty or you're scheduling to maybe it's a similar offense or defense that you're going to see throughout district. Or whatever it is, it's just every every year it's going to be a little bit different. And then of course, you got to hold that schedule for two years, so right. every team's different each year.
1: Yeah, and if you look over there at that District Ten eh, 3A, and Anawak played hard in this last week, and and squeaked barely squeaked by 13 thirteen zero was the final there. Trent wasn't in on the podcast to really get in depth information on that game, but you know we talked about how bad of a football team Harden is but to only hold in to 13 points they got a big opponent this week and uh, we'll talk about it later on tonight here at Bullet Grill House uh, but so we'll we'll talk about it a little bit later you know as we progress on to the night I was trying to get the signal from Ken on how much time we had he he slips off for an hour right and we're sitting here talking and so, do we have eight minutes or do we have 13 minutes? You
3: have two minutes.
1: You got two minutes. So, did you get two minutes out of all that?
2: I, I saw a lot of numbers. I didn't see two. I've seen a lot of
1: fingers. That's all I've seen. And the only one that I recognized was not an index finger. <laughs> so, last game out of the pickums that we had this last week, Fort Ben Marshall on the road at PNG, we talked about it, talked about what a great place it is to go into PNG and play. The, the heritage, the history, what they do, their pregame show, and how Fort Ben Marshall needed to get there early, and I hope they did, and I hope they enjoyed the pregame show and the halftime show. What they didn't enjoy was the game, and it was actually a lot lower scoring than what I anticipated. Seven to nothing was I'm the I'm sure finals. it was
2: lower scoring than everybody anticipated. Yeah, I had it.
1: I had it picked on one of the pick'em threads. I think like a 41-35 game, yeah. something like that, you know, uh, is what I had it picked as. I never dreamed that it would have been literally a 7 to nothing football game.
2: Yeah, it was uh, obviously an incredible job by, by P&G. And uh, there's, uh, there's not too many teams that get shut out from week to week, and to do it against somebody as explosive as Fort Ben Marshall, it's uh, – it's an incredible job by the Indians over there. And uh, it had to be an incredible game to watch. I, I don't know if, if there was a ton of turnovers or, or if it was just solid defense throughout, but it, it had to be something fantastic to watch two teams like that fight to a 7 nothing game.
1: No, most definitely. Something else that's fantastic to watch is that waitress here at Bullet Grill House when she brings the food out when we order it because it is fantastic.
3: How are the uh, bacon cheddar balls? I saw you you couldn't wait to get one. You, I, you, had, to get, you had to sneak one in during the segment. I, I sure did. Uh, and, yeah, no, they're fantastic,
2: and I'm, I'm planning on fighting you guys for the rest of them.
3: Well,
1: you, you better, better tote you a sack lunch. You're listening to the Bullet Girl House High School Sports Pre-Game Show here on 102.3 The Eagle and AM 1440 The Score. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this.
0: Howdy, folks. Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouth-watering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all.
1: Do you have a dream of sitting around and talking about whatever's on your mind? Well, we're here to make that a reality here at Texas Podcast Media. We we are here to make your dream a reality. Come in, set up in our studio, we record, we edit, we do all the work, and we upload it to all the feeds, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. We do it all. Let us be your home for your podcasting. For more information, email us at info at dot com. Welcome back to the Bullet Grill House High School Sports Pregame Show. Craig Irwin, Brian Besch, Chris Moran here on the patio at Bullet Grill House. Got the TVs going, uh, getting ready for some sports to kick off. Brian, and uh, we kick spa- sports it's a, off it's pretty. A,
3: good. It's a late night though. If You're why we're you know we're recording this on Wednesday night. We got yes. bingo coming up, but man, the Astros eight forty tonight. Ugh.
1: Dude, that's crazy. It's past my bedtime. Way it's past, past bed. mine. I got a three-year-old at the house. Like 8.30, it's time for him to go get in the sack. I think I saw the fourth inning last night. <laughs> Brian didn't watch any, did you?
2: I didn't. I didn't. I had to work all night last night.
3: The true sports guy. I
2: didn't
1: watch any. The true sports guy. <laughs> the sports editor. I,
2: I was at a sporting event, if that matters.
1: It's volleyball, huh?
2: I, I was at a volleyball game. I was.
1: You love that volleyball, don't you? Oh, I do. I, I know you did. You like being you like being out there on the hardwood. And, it, it, you know, it's not going to be long. Basketball will be kicking off. It won't be. I, I mean, if you think about it, this is week six of high school football. We are halfway through the regular season. Ken saying thank God over there. We look forward to this every year. This is the third year we've been at Bullet Grill House setting up doing the pregame show. Mm-hmm. And I uh, couldn't pick a better place to do it, really and truly. It, the food's delicious. Staff is great. Tons of screens on the walls to watch not only baseball, but yet football on Saturdays, Sundays, Mondays. It, it's a great place to be. And if you're not coming to Bullet Grill House.
2: Then you're missing out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> missing out's an understatement. It, it, it really and truly is. Uh, all the screens I got, air conditioners cold on the inside. We're sitting out on the patio second week in a row because there's not room inside for us. Nope.
3: And tables outside with us today. Yeah,
1: we got a big table right here to our right where we're set up and uh got four screens that we're looking at. Big table to our right, another big table to our left, so uh, it's filling up on the outside. So y'all need to get out here on Wednesday nights and uh, hang out with us and and uh, you'll dang sure enjoy it. I I promise you that. So, Brian, you talked briefly on Livingston. Yes. We have not talked about the other team that's part of this pregame show, and that's the Cold Spring Trojans. As uh, we traveled up to Huntington uh, Friday night, and uh, probably one of the fastest games I've ever done in my career of broadcasting. And uh, it's been a lengthy career of broadcasting for myself. But – 55-0 55-0 was the final there. The defense, obviously, was off the chain for Cold Spring. Uh, four or five interceptions in the first half defensively, and then two forced fumbles in the first half.
2: Ken and I had a bet going on. Did they run the clock in the second half?
1: Yes, they even okay. ran it through the timeouts. Okay. I mean, literally. It yeah. was – it was, and, and we got to the end of the third quarter – they reset the clock and just and started it. I mean, that that's all jokes aside. That's the first time in fifteen or sixteen years of broadcasting that I've seen that. Yeah. And uh, you know, the score doesn't say it. it. The score says Huntington's a horrible football team. They were just outmatched defensively. What the Cold Spring Trojans put out on the field in the first half, they couldn't touch. I didn't get the stats, but I bet Tiger Parker had 300 yards on the ground, uh, if I was willing to bet. Uh, He had four touchdowns in the first half. K.J. Harden had one. Uh, And and it was just a good mix. David Rowe throwing the ball, uh, threw the ball a lot. I mean, they went to page three and page four in the playbook in the first half.
2: Is Rowe the full-time quarterback now, or are they still flipping? No, the, he, the last
1: two weeks, David Rowe has been the starting quarterback, and, and I do kind of like it. Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with it, and I like to keep it positive for the kids. Uh, Luke Monroe, overall, is the better quarterback. Did he get any snaps? He took zero snaps. Mm-hmm. The last two weeks, Luke Monroe has taken zero snaps under center. He has been... In the wideout position, and they have been going to him um, a lot.
2: But it's Luke, difficult because he's the best athlete on the field. So yes. you, you you're probably better off with him not at quarterback and moving him around to where defense have to you know, defense has him. to spread out a little bit, yeah.
1: right? And, and L- David throws a good ball. He don't throw a good of a ball as what Luke does, but you got a couple years difference in the two. Uh, age-wise, maturity, uh, fundamentally, you know, there's a lot, lot there. David's done a good job though at that quarterback position and uh, getting the plays off. He's just not as fast as what Luke is. And running when they run the true slot T with the misdirections that goes on, Luke's faster than what David is. Sure. And, and you know, we can pick this apart all day long. David's doing a good job. We're winning with him taking the snaps and and at the end of the day that's what matters, right? Is, 55
2: points you're not doing much yeah, wrong. You're
1: right? not doing nothing wrong. A little different look this week is Cold Spring has Crockett coming to the house, but uh, I mean it's hard to elaborate on that game when it was such a blowout and such a quick game. I mean nine fifteen I was packing everything up. <laughs> we left early enough to be able to stop and eat at a Little Mexican restaurant right there in Lufkin when we after we left. And we stood around and talked for a few minutes after the game with some people and then rolled out, was able to stop and get something to eat, talked to some Lufkin fans that uh, suffered a tough one against uh, Forney, I believe is who they were playing. And uh, I think that's 42-21 loss is what Lufkin had this last week. So, uh, yeah, 42-21 as I looked up at my screen. So, it was – we was able to slip out of there. I mean, I was home before 11.30. And uh, for a road game, getting home that early is, is, a, is a really good night, especially driving all the way out to Huntington. Yeah. You know, you go to Westwood or something like that, you expect to get home at twelve thirty one o'clock. But going to Huntington, I was figuring I was going to get home, you know, 11.45, 12, and I was home at 11.30. So I was like, heck, yeah. So, uh, but, but anyway – Cold Spring, and we've talked about it. These next two games, I feel like are going to be—I don't want to say cakewalks for the Trojans, but I feel like that they are uh, not as competitive as what a lot of the other games are going to be. After uh, Crockett this week, as they will go uh, on the road to Woodville the following week, and then after Woodville, they got Westwood at home, and then we go to Die Ball. So you get through, uh, got through Huntington. Yeah. Now you you can't take away from Crockett as uh, you never know what they may bring. Even though you scoreboard watch Crockett coming to the house this week, uh, Cold Spring gonna have to uh, really dominate and finish in fine fashion in the, in that aspect. And I feel like to prepare against a good Woodville football team. Yeah. So uh, we talked a little bit about your Livingston Lions.
2: We did. Uh, and they're on a bye
1: week this week.
2: They are. Um and it's, it's much needed. Uh, the, the team needs a break, and the team needs to heal up a bit. And uh, like I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, Ken and I kind of looked at each other after that first touchdown, and uh, I, I think I even mentioned on the air, uh, quarterback started one for four. And I, I said, you know, if, if he gets a little more accurate, this thing could turn into a blowout in a hurry. And I think he hit eight of his next nine passes, and it did. Turn into a blowout in a hurry. He had 300 yards passing in the first half. They had 100 yards rushing in the first half, and it was uh, the the route was on. And they uh, beginning of the third quarter, you you saw a lot of backups for Madisonville get some reps, and Livingston still ran for 300 yards, which is really unusual in a game where you lose 62 to 14. Um, their, their problem is the same as it has been. It's turnovers. It's a passing game. It's stopping the pass. And they, they actually had an issue the other night where between the 20s, they're fantastic. And you move into Madisonville range and you get inside the 20 or even on most drives inside the 30-yard line. And the drive stalls, or there's a mistake made, there's a penalty, and something just went wrong every single time. And Madisonville's got a defensive line that they could not contain. They've got linebackers that ran sideline to sideline. They defensive backs didn't have to do a whole lot, but the safeties were able to come down and run support and and help out. But it's uh, coach Coach Vanover told me that these next two weeks. They're playing seven on seven and they're gonna figure out a passing game uh, before district hits and the the biggest problem they, they need a receiver to step up in the worst way. They don't have a number one receiver Chevy Peters was that guy he is out for the season and they have not had someone step up and fill that role. they've got they've got guys that can't get off of defensive backs they can't get open. And you've got a quarterback that's kind of backpedaling, and I don't think I've seen him throw off his front foot this year. Uh, he's he's constantly backpedaling. He's, he's got a lot of pressure. That offensive line is fantastic in the run game. They've got a lot of work to do in the passing game, picking up blitzes and picking up pressure. And they've got two weeks to figure it out, and they're going to start... On the ground floor with Huffman Hargrave, who has not won a game this season, somebody's going to get their first win of the season next Friday, and they've got they've got to win two games basically. Right, they've got to win two games, and they're a playoff team. It sounds crazy, but as a two and eight team, thank you UIL, you can be a playoff football team.
1: So, and that's where I was going is, is I look at District Ten for a uh, Division One. I got it right here. You got Huffman zero and five, Little Cypress Mauriceville two and two, Livingston zero and five, Lumberton two and three, and I, I feel like they're just now starting to gain their traction.
2: Those two games they've won, yeah. The quarterback is back.
1: Yes, uh, Splendor one and four, Vider three and two. Splendor coming off a loss this last week against Lagrange. Mm-hmm. Uh, long road trip for those guys. So in our pod, in the five ninety N Sports Show podcast that we do on record on Monday nights. I think I sent it to you this week. But um, when you go in and look at it, man, it's like this district, you can pick the one, two, I feel like pretty easy, right? And it could go either way. Um, Lumberton and Vider, right? The three... I feel like you throw Little Cypress, Mauriceville in there. And they could go 2-3, either or, right? The yeah, two, I mean, L- the, LCM's the t-
2: got a chance to, to right. be in the mix there.
1: Those top three can go e- any way. There's they,
2: certainly a division between the top three and bottom three.
1: Yes, and that's where I'm going with it. So that leaves Huffman, Livingston, and Splendora. I've seen Splendora. Uh, they've lost against some very subpar football teams to where – you turn around and you look at the teams that Huffman's lost to and you look at the teams that Livingston has lost to, not such subpar football teams, right? Yeah, and
2: yeah. Livingston's opponents to this point in the season are 21-4. and four. Palestine's lost three football games in a game where Livingston basically gave up in the second half and, and did not compete in that second half against Palestine. Uh, you had uh, Spring Legacy just yeah. lost to and their only loss is to another opponent that Livingston played in uh, Bel Air Episcopal right. this year. So somebody had to lose that game. So you, you've got a schedule where basically, I mean, you've you've played a, a lot of undefeated teams.
1: And high and, caliber teams.
2: Yeah, and teams that probably wouldn't lose if, if they didn't have to play one another. So it's it's a difference, it, and we talk, talked about it, you know, what, 15 minutes before to where people have different ways of scheduling their non-district and livingston went all in this year with with uh, you know preparing for district and they are i can tell you they are prepared for anything that they're going to see because they've seen the option that that vider's going to bring they've seen the spread that you know from madisonville and uh, episcopal they've seen uh the palestine is going to be comparable to what what, what Bider's going to bring, and, you know, Lumberton's going to bring the spread, and you got LCM that runs a little bit of that too. So they've seen a little bit of every offense and just about any kind of defense. I mean, basically teams are doing about the same thing defensively, whether it's a four-man front or three-man front. They're loading the box up, and they're stopping the run.
1: So so here's my deal, and, and this is what I want to throw out there, because everybody but Little Cypress Mauriceville is on idle this week. Uh, Game-wise. Yeah. Nobody out of y'all's district has a game. Only one, yeah. And Little Cypress Mauriceville has Houston Legacy Mm -hmm. uh, this week. So we've we've determined the top three teams, Mm -hmm. right, what we feel like. How confident are you – and I've seen Livingston and I've seen Swindor. How confident are you on – or do you feel – that Livingston's gonna be able to creep in and beat Huffman and beat Splendora. Cause those are the two games that they're gonna to have to win, right, in order to creep into that playoff spot. The the one
2: thing that concerned me um, is just kind of where the kids head is at. Because it's it's
1: no and five right now. Yeah.
2: It's it's a team that is capable of winning football games, but they haven't won one yet. Uh, I talked to two of the players yesterday. I interviewed them uh, for an article that I'm doing in Sunday's paper, shameless plug, uh, for it was two of the the two running backs that are on top of the the district right now, are amongst the tops in in district right now. I think one of them is second in district, and that's Trendon Williams. He is, he has uh, 470 yards on 78 carries, and, uh, Jerrion James is number five in district. He's got 367 yards on 62 carries. And
1: So where does Huffman fall into there?
2: <laughs> Honestly, I, I I think Huffman might be the worst team in the district. Okay. They've, they've had it really bad. Offensively, they cannot score points, uh, and they're not competitive in, in their football games. So I think you can point to Splendor and say even this past week they got a 63-47 to 47 game. Well, you're not doing terrible if you're f- scoring 47 points. Comparatively, Huffman has scored 55 points for the year. Right. So you're eight short of that in one game. I think if you can put points on the board, you have a chance to win. If you can score 55 points in five games, you're not giving yourself a whole, mu- whole lot of shot to win in these football games.
1: All right, so you scratch Huffman.
2: I think Livingston is in kind of the same boat as Splendor to where they can put points up. They just haven't stopped anybody. Both of them have given up well over 200 points this season through five games, so they're not stopping anybody. So it's it's kind of to the point to where I think that last playoff spot is going to come down to near the end of the season. November 3rd. Those two square off.
1: And that game is in Livingston this year. Yeah. So short drive for you. The uh, the
2: good thing for Livingston, and we'll talk about this more next week, Huffman hasn't been able to stop the run. That's – that's just the way that it's been this year. They, whether right. it's the opponents that they played or, or whatever it is, they have not stopped the run. Now, mind you, Livingston plans to pass the ball a little bit more than they have in non-district. But I mean, we know what they're going to go to as soon as you know things get backed up against the wall.
1: Let me tell you a place about you don't want to pass if you're out in San Jacinto County is Bullet Grill. I, I don't care where you're at if you're in Shepherd if you're out in Pine Valley. Or if you're here in Point Blank, 401 Highway 156 is the place to be, Chris. You know what?
3: You know what we never talk about is lunch. You're right. You we know, don't. We're open for lunch. We open at 10 a.m. Uh, on the weekdays, Monday through Friday. We do. We have a ten for ten lunch menu. So you got ten different options for ten dollars plus your drink if you want a drink. But, right. But you know it's got a it's got a burger on there. It's got some steak fingers. It's got chicken wings. Our whole wings You get three wings and a side. It's a great deal for. For lunchtime, so we do some great. Uh, You you were talking Mexican, made me think about it. We at lunch, we do a a three beef tacos, chips, salsa, queso for ten bucks. And I've
2: had the chips and salsa.
1: The chips and salsa, most definitely. We had them last week.
3: That's a that's a heck of a deal. Yeah, it
2: is. What's the times on lunch?
3: It's uh, till three o'clock. Ten to three. Ten to three, Monday through Friday. A late
1: lunch on on Wednesday, then hang out a couple hours and then. The crew will be rolling in here on Wednesday nights. Yeah, come I mean. in. Well,
3: you know, we do afternoon bingo, too, on Wednesday. So if you come in, uh, we call it a hump day.
1: Do you have a dream of sitting around and talking about whatever's on your mind? Well, we're here to make that a reality here at Texas Podcast Media. We here are, we are here to make your dream a reality. Come in, set up in our studio. We record, we edit, we do all the work, and we upload it to all the feeds. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, we do it all. Let us be your home for your podcasting. For more information, email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com.
0: Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, And we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season. And may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all.
1: Welcome back to the Bullet Grill House high school sports Pre-Game show. Took us a little longer on that break as I had to wait on Brian. He walked over there to the other table and had to bring the Bullet Grill House Bible to the table. And, uh, you know, I we mean,
2: say like every week how many pages this is. We should really count.
1: Five, nine, twelve, fourteen. There's nine pages. Nine pages of food. Yeah.
3: Like you. There's nine pages. Of
1: food. So this this show is a minimum of ten weeks, right? And there's no way we've been doing this for three years and we have yet to get through the menu.
2: Yeah. And that's through like three of us. I don't. I don't think if you combine the three of us, we've we've no,
1: and and Chris dropped some hints on us earlier this year that they're fixing to make some adjustments. Am I right, Chris?
3: Yeah, we got some things coming. It probably be uh, probably be late October. Got some new stuff coming in.
1: But it is Oktoberfest.
3: It is Oktoberfest.
1: Come get the Oktoberfest burger.
3: We do have the Oktoberfest burger. Yeah. Have you had
1: that yet, Brian? I haven't. I think I challenge you to try that tonight.
3: Is that's available? Yeah. All right. So, a burger with uh, some andouille sausage, queso, honey mustard, and a pretzel bun. That sounds good. It really
2: does. <laughs> Sold. I don't, Sold to I don't the know guy with the you, long brown hair. I, I, I don't know what you would have told me. <laughs> <laughs> that I would have said, no, that doesn't sound good, but it does.
1: So, so we we expect next week after you have this burger. And, and oh when we God, get done with this pregame show, Brian and Chris are going to do the college game day show. Here on 102.3, the Eagle, and a 1440, the score. So they're going to do the college game day show, and and so Brian's going to have to sit there and look at that burger through the game day show Yeah, (laughs) until they get done so he can indulge in himself. But next week I want a three-page book report on that Oktoberfest burger.
2: I I feel like, you know, anytime I eat something here, like I I can fill three pages of book report.
1: Yes, it's worth it. It's the best-kept secret, and – East Texas and uh, got a guy Mike Sanchez with uh, Southeast Texas Sports, SCTX.com. Great football page over there. I, I follow them religiously, have been since 2008, 2009. Uh, over there, they have a great pick 'em segment as uh, we're rolling into our pick 'em segment, but uh, He's been listening. He's been telling me he's going to come out here. He told me he was going to get out here tonight, and then Russell Wilburn said he was going to get out here tonight. But I hadn't seen either one of them. But I know there are people of their words, and they're going to make it. And, and they're not going to be disappointed because uh, Mike Sanchez, he's down there in Silsby area, and uh, he's going to make a long drive over here to uh, 401 Highway 156 in Point Blank, Texas, and try some of this great Bullet Grill House food and atmosphere. Here at Bullet Grill House. But uh, it's our favorite part of the night, Chris. And and, and you're actually leading going into this. I don't have official tally numbers, but I know overall uh, just by what you've picked.
2: That means he's in last place. I
1: I am in last. I am. I am right behind Brian, who is in the middle of the road. Actually, I think Brian's in last because he picked Livingston last week. (laughs) (laughs) We're not doing this on points. (laughs) So it's straight bragging rights, but uh, there's a there's a lot of great pickums, and you can find these pickums on 590n Sports. They're on Facebook, or go to Texas Podcast Media and click on the 590n Sports show, and uh, all the pickums will be there as well if you miss them. So there's there's what we talk about is on the interwebs. So all you got to do is pull your phone out and hit that Safari or whatever device you use. Some of y'all use Androids. And uh, one day y'all catch oh, up with the rest of us. Oh, <laughs> Brian. Seven three. I, no, thank you. you Dude, every, you
3: don't have to pick Livingston this week. Yeah, he you does get a, not. You get a we, Livingston week off. You get a break. I, I do.
1: But with them having Huffman next week.
3: He won't put it on the pick'em, will he? I, no,
1: I will. I will put that game on the pick'ems
2: next week. <laughs> I can week. tell you where I'm going, too. I'm going Livingston. Yeah.
1: Well, and you have to. Yeah, I mean, you and Ken's been doing them games faithfully, Ken, for a long time. You've been doing it for a good while. I mean, you've been the common denominator for the Livingston Lions and their broadcast crew.
2: Well, I, I can tell you that you know, if if you got that Madisonville game over, I, I'm certainly not picking Livingston for that one. Um, I I found out a lot about Madisonville that I did not know, and certainly didn't see from the previous three
1: years. I'm telling you, Madisonville's a three or four round football and team.
2: They they certainly look like it. Uh, it's it's incredible what they've done just just in one year. Yeah. So, but let's pick these things.
1: Let's dive into it. Orangefield coming off a big win over, you last week. They have Aniwak at home. G56, Brian, G56. we're going to let – I'll start it. I'll start it because I've already picked this game on another thread, Aniwak Sports Live on sure, Facebook. Sure, you picked all of these, right? And
3: I well, – You picked on Aniwak Sports Live. You can't have You can't have picked against the, whole, the home broadcast. I did.
1: And I got – I got – hey, somebody commented – on my pickums and like gave me the thumbs down on that deal, and I'm like the dreaded thumbs down. The dreaded thumbs down. Here's my deal, and here's why I went with Orangefield in that game. Is whenever you go back and you look at it and you look at the struggles. One, yes, Anowak shut down hampshire Finet. No, no points were scored on uh, not hampshire that on Harden. Uh, Harden scored zero points, but Anowak only put up thirteen. I think a game at home for Orangefield 12. I Orangefield coming off a win off of Buna, they're amped up really high. I think Orangefield's going to get the win in this one.
2: I would agree with you.
1: Brian's going to agree with myself. 070. Chris is going to be the one that said, goes the other way.
3: Is it at, you said it's at Aniwick or at, at Orangefield?
1: An, at Orangefield.
3: Oh, it's at Orangefield. Yeah. He said that in the reverse that when he started in there. Maybe I was confused. He, All right, I'm he gonna tries stay. to throw some curveballs. I'm going to stay with Orangefield. I thought you said it was going to be at Anawak. Yeah, again. I, I think this is the toss up. I'm going to go with the home team, so I'll I'll stay Orangefield. Two,
1: one. This next game is really really big, especially whenever you go down. And if you listen to my podcast two weeks ago, Palestine Westwood on the road, coming off of a bye week, going to die ball, die ball, coming off a win. A convincing win over Woodville last week. Brian.
2: I know where you're going with this because of your love of Palestine Westwood, your newfound love of Palestine Westwood, but I'm going to I've go. been
1: talking about Westwood for the last two I years. Know.
2: I'm uh, I'm going die ball. Uh, I, I uh, got burned when I did not pick them last week against a Woodville team that I thought was going to run that district. So I'm going to go die ball and not feel bad about it if they do lose.
1: Chris, I know your pick. I already typed it in, but I'm, gonna I'm going to let
3: you. ball, how I'm, can you go against die ball at home after the big win last week? They're rolling. So look, they're going to roll through district.
1: And they may, and they may. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be devil's advocate in this deal. i I picked Palestine Westwood to win the district, and if they lose this game, it's going to be pretty much impossible. They just threw the old famous 69 out at bingo night. Uh, she's not near as dramatic as what McKenzie was last year. So we got to work on that, Chris. But I'm going Westwood in this game, and and I have to. Just for the simple fact, I got Westwood picked to win the district, so I got to hold true to my district picks and go with Westwood. You have to. No, I do. I do. I, look. You can flip-flop like I do every
2: week. I can take it on
1: the chin like the best of them. You know what I mean? So I'm going Westwood, so uh, I think it's going to be a really, really, really good football game. Mm-hmm. And Westwood has stayed up north with their opponents all year long.
2: And the game's at Dye Ball. At Dye Ball,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, hey, Dieball's been beat at home before. They have, and I mean, and I could go back. And let's do this just for the sake of time.
3: I think he's really struggling with his pick. Right no, I'm right? not. I, he, I, he's, I'm, he's questioning his pick. We, we, he's we, either he's
2: either flip flopping or he's trying to justify why he's doing I'm it. Holding, so. I'm way, holding. Either way, he true doesn't sound confident.
1: Dieball won the game 29. Uh, hang on, I'm on the wrong year. Let's go back to last year with what what that game was, right? Dieball won it forty-five I to seven. Okay, I think Westwood has gotten that much better. Okay, that's what I'm going with.
3: I think it's going to be. Uh, Say that makes me feel 14. better about my pick. You think it's forty-five <laughs> fourteen? I think, huh? I think Westwood will do. Uh, will double their score.
1: Here's a fun one, and uh, we we're going to gain some gain some viewership here. Off this Pickhams, Tarkington on the road at Hardin. Well,
2: I Tarkington have, hasn't
1: played a district game yet. I Harden, have learned zero one.
2: I have learned not to pick B- against Tarkington. B- they are my a- new favorite high school football team. So this I am, week, I am going with the Longhorns. I all of all of my love for for Tarkington football. I am certainly picking them.
1: Do I need to go, stop by you a Tarkington football shirt to wear? I
2: can't wear anything with a longhorn on it.
1: See, okay. that, that, it's it. a maroon longhorn.
2: Maybe I'm not doing oh. it. So. What if it just says
1: Tarkington, but it doesn't have the longhorn? Mike could pull that off. I mean.
3: He's just hoping someday to root for a longhorn. This is as close as th- he is gets. This is as close as he yeah. gets.
1: Yeah. He, either them or Hampshire Fennett,
2: right? It's, uh, I mean, deep down I'd know that my soul would be burning if – that happen so I'm, I'm not doing
1: it are you are you doing this for the sole fact that you know your dad's going to listen to this
2: no it's it's more for myself <laughs> my own sanity
1: your dad listens each and every week he does he he, he does. I, i'll post them on the i'll post these on the my podcast and this show on the N sports page and, and he's one of the first to uh jump up there and like it gives him something Something he good to like listen it. to, yes.
2: Okay, I, I figured he was probably yeah. the one listening every week and not liking. Your dad is Roy, correct. It,
1: it is so. Yeah, so he he jumps in there early. Chris, do you want you want to go? Or you want me to go?
3: I I'm taking Tarkington. You're said going I, with the horns. I, I got I I got uh, got some uh, associates in Tarkington, so uh, I gotta I gotta stay with them.
1: Well, I'm I'm gonna follow suit just for everything that y'all. Y'all thrown out there on me. I'm going to go with Tarkington in this one. And I'm going to tell you the funny joke that I, that I told last week or this last podcast that Toby and I did. Trent wasn't able to get in, and uh, we, we give him heck about it because he had to go. His wife coaches there in Anawag. She's uh, one of the volley, varsity volleyball coaches, uh, softball coach, and she coaches junior high volleyball. So junior high had their first game at home this week, Monday night, and he had to go to that, and he missed the podcast. So uh, I told him after his picks last week he was embarrassed to get back on the air. So the joke was, though, that the Tarkington faithful are going to put like 40 up on Harden and talk about how Anahuac was only able to put 13 up, and Tarkington's going to go win that district now. But look, how it started – it's anybody's game because we didn't even talk about the Kirbyville-Buna game yeah. and Kirbyville getting a the win there. Yeah. But my insight on that deal was Buna's got six guys out hurt, starters, on between both sides of the ball. They got seven kids they pulled up from JV to the varsity level that are starting, right? Mm. So, with that being said, that, it, that exposes a lot. But yet, Kirbyville, they got it going in the right direction. You know, they got started – right, a win over East Chambers, and and now it really throws that district into – makes my district picks look really bad. It really does. I ain't going to lie. Here's one. Jasper on the road at Hampshire Finette. Mm. This is a tough – I'll start this one. I was going to let Chris start, but I'm going to start this one. And – I think Jasper, obviously a story program, right? They Have been for a number of years. Um, I look at this game and I look where ja- what Jasper's done this year. Uh, they shut Liberty out this last week. Game's at home for Hampshire Finet. Yeah. and that is going to be my sole deciding factor in Hampshire Finet I, winning that I game. I just
2: looked over at your screen for that reason. I, I was going to see where the game was at because it it seems really even. I. I know that Jasper is. Um, they're tough at home, man, um, and I. That was going to be the reason that I went that way. If it was played on a neutral field, I'd probably pick Hampshire for net. So that's the way that I'm going to go.
1: You're going. You're going Jasper. No Hampshire. Hampshire for net. Okay.
3: Hampshire for net. That's an easy one,
1: <laughs> dude. <laughs> like. Well, I mean, he's in the lead, so he knows. Yeah, yeah he, he can kind of go with whatever. Like, if we lose, he loses, right? I mean, I'm if we lose, he's still winning. Let me rephrase that because that, that's where we're at. Here's one, and staying down there in District 10 a in the Pickhams, Buna on the road at Kirbyville.
2: Well, you just told me that Buna's got half their team injured, right? No, 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 no. East Chambers. East Chambers.
3: Yeah, I swear he did say Buna. I said he East did.
1: Chambers because we're gonna I check was, the tape on that one yeah, later. Y'all I, go back said, and check he it. He said Buna because I was talking. Everybody about listening
2: it. now is yelling at their radio. He's he said Buna.
1: No, if you go back up and you look, and I was talking about East Chambers and their game against Kirbyville.
2: Well, I don't like either one. Somebody's got to win, though, I suppose.
1: Games at home. I'll start at Kirbyville. I'm going with Kirbyville.
2: I'm going to pick
3: Buena out of Spite. Okay. Man, I was going Kirbyville, but I think I'm going to agree. I'm going to go Buena.
2: Yeah, Spite's winning, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean.
3: I'm a little late on my picks. I got three away teams this week. They burnt me last week, but I'm going down with the ship. I think Buena's going to you think Gina's Gina's gonna gonna pull it out
1: Dude, it's going to be interesting and definitely a lot of good games to uh, keep an eye on as we progress uh, on in Friday night in the uh, Friday night lights a lot of good football games uh, to keep an eye on and and we're just touching on the relevant ones here close I mean if you go back and you look across the state the amount of game good games that are going on uh, we could elaborate on a bunch of them but you know it's it's gonna be a fun Friday night I feel like you get the night off, Brian. I do.
3: Kim well, gets sort the night of.
1: off. I, well, are you going to Corgan? You going to cover Corgan? I will be volleyballing. Volleyball. Okay. Kim, what are you gonna do? Going to AM for the ring dunk. Friday night? Y'all y'all driving up Friday and it's Saturday or Okay, so Friday night y'all got the ring dunk? The bye week worked out perfect for you. That, hey, I like to hear that. That's good for you, y'all. You, have Viv, y'all make that trip. It's gonna be a good night, Chris. What y'all got going on at Bullet?
3: I'll be at Bullet Grill House. We got Donnie Taylor playing Friday night. So, If you're not going to game, let me see people come on over. Donnie Taylor does a little bit of blues, kind of good, relaxing. You want to kind of hang out, get some dinner. He's a great choice. Saturday, you're gonna listen. Join us at eight a.m. Listen to the college. Football pregame show at 8 a.m. Get ready for college. We'll talk about all the games coming on today. Then uh, Sunday, we got NFL Sunday ticket here on Sunday. New guy coming to play, uh, Chaser Crouch. Check him out on social media. First time to Bullet Grill House. Uh, Great from what we've seen on – I haven't seen him in person, but I have saw some of his social media stuff, and uh, looks really good. So 3.30 Sunday is Chaser Crouch. So So
1: he's coming in Sunday for the first time. Does he get a meal out of that?
3: He gets a meal. Course. What are you gonna we give, serve? We him? give every artist whatever he, whatever they like. You gotta let them choose. You, you can recommend some things, but
1: I think you ought to throw that bite the bullet burger or or the smoked bologna sandwich. because yeah. that that dude. That's it's been hard for me each week when we're here not ordering yet. That's
3: good. We like the the cheesesteaks go well. Sometimes those artists, they you know, they're up stage. They're working hard. They want they want some. Uh, they want some of those carbs, so they like the shells and cheese, some pasta sometimes.
1: I had the shells and cheese last week, and Brian tried some, it. I had the Bite the Bullet shells and cheese. Oh, yeah. Super, super Very
2: good. Very
3: good. Yeah. Bite I, the Bullet, brisket, cheeseburger. We got, there's like six shells and cheese, and we got a new, uh, we changed our sauce about six months ago, so we had it a while back. It's, it's more of a beer cheese sauce, so. It's got a little more flavor than it did before. I like it I like it a little better.
1: I'd never had the shells and cheese up until last week when we were here. It was the first time I'd had it. It was, like, stupid good. Um, my wife hates macaroni and cheese, and, and there's a long story behind that. But I told her that she would even like this. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, it is that good. So, and, and we talk about going through this menu, nine pages, three years we haven't been through the whole menu yet Ain't even made it through all the appetizers yet but if you're working on it yes if you had made if we haven't helped you make a decision when you come to bullet grill house uh call brian yeah he'll he'll get you lined out because uh he knows what's good we'll talk yeah so that's going to do it for us here in the week six of the bullet grill house high school sports pregame show i'm uh Going to get settled down in the booth, get ready to call the Cold Spring Crockett football game while everybody else is enjoying themselves self and Brian's at volleyball. So uh, looking forward to getting started uh, on the kickoff. Look for Cold Spring to have another great game. And uh, if you want a great time, come out to Bullet Grill House. You're listening to Cold Spring Trojan Football on 102.3. The Eagle and AM 1440, the score.
0: Bow! Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all.